It was a dark, scary, stormy night on a special Halloween edition of the Self-Hosted Podcast where we talk about scary-ass headlines and password managers. (laughs) Welcome to the Self-Hosted Podcast. One man's journey to taking back control of his data. Now here's Uncle Bonehead. Okay, so maybe I'm not really scared and all creeped out about that intro, but I hope you guys aren't. <laughs> it's a it's a belated Halloween edition of the self-hosted podcast. Couldn't put one out because Halloween was in the middle of the week. But what I am... We're, we're going to talk about some pretty scary headlines here, but first we got some news to talk about a little bit of housekeeping. I don't say it enough. You can, I don't hardly say it at all, but you can, if you want to support me and the show and all the podcasts that I do, go over to, uh, Kofi.com, coffee.com, K-O-F-I.com slash uncle bonehead, or you can donate on Libra pay, whatever you want to do. If you just want to spread the word, just spread the word. If you like the show, get it out there. Let everybody know where it can be found, boneheadmedia.com. Now, what prompted me to do this episode now, I don't know, do you guys, I guess, agree with karma or anything? Because, you know, the it's just kind of weird the way things fell together for this. Um, I was posted something on Hubzilla. I don't remember the conversation now, but uh, somebody mentioned using password managers. And uh, yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, that's a good idea for a show. Maybe I should talk about some password managers and what you can do with, you know, why you know host and all that other stuff. But uh, also, you know, they're, free and they're save you a lot of grief um honestly i was not i i used LastPass years ago and then i was in got in got lazy and was into the uh whole i've got nothing to hide camp you know until i realized you know how much of a product i actually am and we all are uh Kind of makes you, I, it, it, I just don't understand how blind everybody is, even me, even, you know, just, you know, everybody says, well, I ain't got nothing to hide. But then you sit and you think, okay, if you've got nothing to hide, send me your email and your password. I'm not talking about the one that you just... Not the, not the email that you used, the throwaway email that you created a, a Gmail account just to go sign up over at Pornhub. I'm talking about the one that you use every day for everything that you contact your friends, your family, your businesses, contacts. Send me that information. If And, and when you're willing to share that, then I'll believe that you honestly don't have anything to hide. It's not that you don't have anything to hide. It's a fact that we're, we're all humans and we have a relatively, um, sense or 
right to a certain level of privacy. And we shouldn't be giving that up to these big companies, quote unquote, to, for free products. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make sense when you really actually think about that. But I digress. And unlike these other podcasts, I'm going to go jump into the news without talking about sponsors or go join my Patreon or give me money or whatever. I already asked you, mentioned that. I think that's probably the second or third time that I've mentioned that I have a Kofi or a Libra Bay. So there you have it. And I just mentioned it a third time, twice in the same podcast. Anyways, on to the news. Why you know host 3.7 testing is asking for feedback. Uh, Why you know host has posted on the forums that uh, they've got a new version of testing out. It's 3.7, and they're asking for everybody's feedback. It says, we just released a new testing version for Host, and we'd be happy to receive feedback before releasing it as a stable version. This release includes quite a lot of important changes in Host's internal workings and therefore requires careful validation to minimize the amount of remaining bugs. Some of the major changes are group and permissions mechanism so now that you you can have a bunch of users on your on your server and you can change their you can put them in a group and change their permissions as a group so what you know you can have a bunch of apps installed but you don't want them all to you know be in it you, before you could just do it individually and but now you can add people as a group so you can you know, allow only your users in an email group and allow them only to get to the email app type thing, Roundcube or whatever. So that's very, very cool. Um, this guy, they've got improvements to detect app installs that broke critical parts of the system. We were having problems. I say we. Why you know host was having problems with uh, the way, you know, for to put an app on, why you know host all, all it basically is is a a bash script and uh that pulls in all the dependencies and stuff and they were having problems with people just throwing stuff in there and installing it and it would break critical parts of the system and then they got to hunt it down and stuff so now they've got a way to detect the app installs that break critical parts of the system um i know there was uh an issue with php uh, some 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 apps required PHP 7.3, but the only thing that Wayno has, Wayno host had was 7.0, so you couldn't upgrade to PHP without breaking anything else. So this this is an improvement to figure out how that happens and what's happening. Um, there's scarier warnings for dangerous app installs. Um, you can install pretty much any app you want to on Wayno host. The problem is sometimes they don't work. And they, you know, they really want you to pay attention to what you're actually installing on your own server, you know, just for your own, keep your head head, head together and 
less of a headache. Um, there's message improvements, string cleaning, and a whole language rework as for, you know, for the messages. Um, they're removing Etsy Keeper. Honestly, I have no clue what Etsy Keeper is, <laughs> but they're removing it. Um, they've also got improved translations for Catlin, Occitan, French, Esperanto, Arabic, German, Spanish, Norwegian, Bokmo, Portuguese, and Swedish. So there you have the Why You Know host. Um, Tor, these are the non-scary headlines here. Um, Tor has a new campaign. Their new campaign is Take Back the Internet. Um, I've got the web browser over here somewhere. And they want you, well, screw it. Just go, go read that article. <laughs> the links are in the show notes. <laughs> it's long. Um, they're wanting, they're giving away some prizes. Uh, some of it is a tour swag pack, stickers, two t-shirts and a hoodie. The uh, all valued for over 650 bucks. Uh, we have root by Bruce Schneier tour board member. I don't know if he's, that's a song or what, but, uh, uh a tour poster, a tour SAO badge and Bitcoin money, a children's book <laughs> by Michael Karaz, tour picnic blanket, and a Bitcoin 2020 tickets. Um, another thing, some more you know, free swag. November is Libra Office Month, and they are giving away a big old bunch of stickers and even a... Uh, glass library office mug. You can see the, the uh, I'll see if I can stick a picture in the show notes. The library office mug looks really freaking sweet coffee cup. It's a, like a frosted glass thing. And I would love to get that. I think they're only giving away 10 of those, but, uh, this is how you can take, uh, take, you know, get eligible for one of the giveaway, uh, just answer questions from users over on the Ask Libra office. Uh, first responder, you know, helping to confirm new bug reports, spreading the word to Twitter, Mastodon, whatever. Uh, translate the user interface, uh, contributing source code, and writing documentation. To be entered to grab some stickers and a sweet-looking glass coffee mug um another thing that's not so scary pine 64 has announced round two of their pre-orders for the the pine book pro uh it's going to be on 11 5 is that today what is today's date nope on tuesday they're going to start taking orders for round two um they are 199 dollars if anybody wanted to buy one and then send it to me, I will graciously accept it. <laughs> I will not turn down a Prime Book Pro. Hell, I wouldn't even turn down an original Pine Book. Um, the Pine Book, incidentally, the original one, the $99 one, will start taking orders again in early 2020. 
And now, let me clear these tabs off here. We're going to get into some uh, scary-ass headlines. These are the scary-ass headlines from Nullbyte. I've got this one open, I think. No, I don't have this one open. Anyways, uh, finding passwords in log files with Google dorks. This one, I honestly have no clue. I've never heard of Google dorks. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but it sounds scary. Uh, oh, come on, open up. Where's that control click? Sorry about the boom. Uh, open link. Okay, here it is. What it is, is basically it looks like there's a way that you can just Google somebody's password and it will find stuff. It says step one is finding FTP servers and websites using HTTP. You know, that's not encrypted. And then find log files with passwords. And then, boom, <laughs> find the configuration files. And then find email lists. And then find open cameras. And, dude, this is a freaking scary ass I mean, it's, and it's from Google. It's a scary ass link. Go check out that link Said no bite. Um, Red Hat has announced three ways to reduce your attack surface on Linux. Um, number one, install less software. Less software means less callbacks home to wherever it's going to. Identify open ports. Make sure you don't have any open ports on your computer or what if you know what they are and disable services that are running that doesn't need to be running those are pretty simple things to me whether or not you know how to shut them off or to identify the open ports or what have you is a whole entirely different subject which we can probably get into later but I got to figure out how to do, learn how to do stuff first <laughs> before I can tell you how to do it. Um, from Hacker News, there's five places where hackers are stealing your data. Number one, cloud storage. Your Google Drive, Microsoft Drive. What is it? What's Microsoft OneDrive? Um, uh, Dropbox. Dropbox has been a big one here lately. Um those kinds of things. That's where the number one place is they're getting your data. The dark web tour. It's dangerous. Speaking of tour, by the way, I was thinking about doing a tour version or there's this other thing called DAT and it's like a peer-to-peer -peer web hosting. I'm thinking about doing that, but I'm not sure how to implement it on the server. So let me know what you guys think. Would it be cool or not? Anyways, uh, back to the uh, five places where hackers are stealing your data. We went 
did cloud storage, dark web, abandoned and unprotected websites. So those old websites that you put up, you don't do anything with, like your WordPress blog that you started four years ago but never updated because you got too busy and decided to screw it, say screw it. Yeah, that's a, an attack surface. Uh, mobile apps, backends, your apps that you just download the APK and and install it without checking everything. Yeah, they're hacking that through the back end. <laughs> and your public code repos, GitHub, GitLab. I'm, I'm assuming that's what that is. I have no idea. I've, I've got code on GitHub. And all it is is my website. <laughs> so that's it. Because, you know, my website's static HTML. Um, three more from Hackers News. There's a new Chrome Zero Day bug under attack. Active attacks. Update now. Update your Chrome browser. Do it now. Just go right ahead and do it now. Let me find that. Here it is. I don't know how it works or what it does, but the uh, it says uh, CVE 2019-13720 and CVE 2019-13721 libraries is what's being attacked in Google Chrome. So update it now because Google's, I, I guess, is, or Chromium, one of the two, has taken care of it already. Um, leading web domain registrars have disclosed a data breach. Uh, this is also from Hackers News. Another day, another massive data breach, this time affecting a lead, leading web technology company as well as both of its subsidiaries from where millions of customers around the world have purchased domain names for their websites. The world's top domain registrars, web.com, network solutions, and register.com disclosed a security breach that may have resulted in the theft of customer account information. Uh, what happened in late August, 2019, a third party gained unauthorized access to a limited number of the computers, company's computer systems and reportedly accessed millions of records for accounts of current and former customers with web.com, network solutions, and register.com. The company said it became aware of the security intrusion only on December or October 16th, but did not disclose any details on how the incident happened. Um, what's the kind of information that was compromised was names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, and information about the servers, services offered to each customer. So if you got domains through any of those three, you might want to go see what, what you can do because somebody's got your email address. And the last scary headline is... Chinese hackers compromise telecom servers to spy on SMS messages. Um, this is like a message tap malware. The way it works is that uh, it's a thing called message tap. 
uses the libcap libraries to monitor all SMS traffic and then parses the content of each message to determine the IMSI and phone numbers of the sender and the recipient. So if you've got this virus or whatever it is, a hack attached in, in, in your phone, it's going to know who you're talking to, who you're texting with, and it's going to get their information too, not just yours. So uh, I have no idea how you fix it. It doesn't say in the article. <laughs> it just, it just, well, from what I, from what it is, I can tell is that it's on a, the tele, telecommuter, telecom servers. So what it does, it's not on your phone, I guess. It's on the phone company's servers. So nothing you can do about it till they get that crap off there. But I guess they've identified it as being Chinese hackers. Ah, uh, now let's do some talking. I we'll be right at, back right after this. We'll talk about password managers. You can find the show notes at boneheadmedia.com. Uncle Bonehead strongly endorses Why You Know Host for your self-hosting project. Check it out at whyyouknowhost.org. So like I already said, I was... I, I used LastPass once before, at back years ago, and it was cool. It was simple. You had it on my computer, Windows at the time. Sorry, and uh, it it was cool. I was using the free version of it, and I could you know copy paste everything I need the passwords, and everything was managed. I didn't have to worry about anything. And then I got fat and lazy, and said, "Screw it." I don't need it. I'm nobody important and nobody's going to want to hack me. Blah, 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 blah. But, uh, I quit using it. And here, since this conversation we had on, on Hubzilla and I see all these headlines in the last week or so, I'm like, dude, I really need to get back into a password manager. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I wonder if I can get one for, you know, why, you know, host. I, I know there's several that are self-hosted and, and open source. And I did, see, I found Bitwarden, KeePass, KeePassX, KeyWeb, um, a couple of that I've never heard of and are really small. So I don't know if they're any good or not. Couldn't find any reviews, but I did find information about them. Um, so I'm like, dude, Bitwarden, that's a self-hosted one. I know it's self-hosted. Uh, KeyWeb is self-hosted. Yeah, this, this is cool. I, you know, I go over to Wino Host and they've only got KeyWeb, which is okay. It's cool. I've never used KeyWeb. And uh, so I read the documentation on it. I'm like, let's install this and see what happens. So I installed it and I opened it up on my server and you know it gives you a little web interface you know and i'm like 
Okay, so I really don't get it because <laughs> it's got it's got these icons for uh, <coughs> excuse me, it's got these icons for Dropbox, WebDAV, uh, OneDrive, Google Drive, and a spot to insert link. And I'm like, what the hell is these? Is this for encrypting files? Or what is this? I'm, I'm not getting it. And I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to leave it on there and see what, you know, just play with it for a little while, you know, a week or so. And then I downloaded KeePass, the desktop version. I didn't, well, I didn't download it. I installed it from the repos because I'm on KDE Neon. And, uh, so if you, if you got Ubuntu or pretty much any flavor of Ubuntu, I think it's in probably in Debian's re repos to pretty much probably any Linux version. There's a KeePass or a KeePass X. KeePass X is a fork of KeePass. I think it just looks different. I don't think it does anything else different. I really didn't read that far into the documentation, so I'm not sure. So, uh, I really can't talk much about this app, KeyPass or KeyWeb, because I literally just installed them maybe three or four hours ago, and I have not really done anything with them because I've been playing around on the computer and playing with uh, some recording of a song and and uh, getting ready for the episode of the podcast here. But uh, I did open KeyPass, and for my initial glance over at it it looks like it's basically the same thing as LastPass. um you just set up a main password and then use it to generate strong passwords for everything um just copy and copy pasta the password into whatever you need i'm guessing that you can use keyweb similar to the centralized stuff from LastPass. Only it's on your server. So it's kind of like you can install Firefox Sync on your server. And you can, you know, well, with Firefox Sync, you had to have to sync, set it up with a Firefox account first. And then all of your data, once you install the Firefox Sync on your server, then all of the data is synchronized between your, your devices and your computer through your own server. But this looks like it's all done through your own server right from the get-go. But it looks actually looks like that's what KeyWeb is for. And I'm guessing that the web dev stuff and the um, you know the next cloud inputs and all that stuff is so that you can have your KeyPass database someplace other than on your uh, computer so that you can access your same passwords on your phone as your computer or whatever. So that's what I'm assuming. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna experiment with this and, and try it for, you know, a couple of weeks and let you guys know what I, what my experience is with it. Um, yeah. That's really my main important I guess my main goal of this episode was we should all be using password managers um, 
it would it just when you really think about it it's not hard you know you only need to remember one damn password and everything else is done on that my problem is keeping track of the database because I just your hop but I think I've got that solved <laughs> so, so I'm pretty much out of things to say let me know what you guys think whether I should set up a tour site or a dat, dat product check dot dat projects peer-to-peer -peer type thing um Remember, follow me on Hubzilla, Uncle Bonehead at hzhome.introradio.com, I think is what it is. Just run a search on Activity Pub for Uncle Bonehead. You're going to find me, U-N-K-L-E, Bonehead. And we'll see you guys on the Fediverse. Be good. Be safe. Go stick your finger where you wouldn't say, stick your face. Don't stick your password in a public place. There we go. Be good, be safe, and don't stick your stick your password in a public place. We'll see you guys next time on the Self Hosted Podcast. and is a Creative Commons licensed podcast. You can find Uncle Bonehead on Mastodon, PixelFed, Plume and PeerTube. Email us with questions, tips or just plain old bitching about the show at UncleB at boneheadmedia.com. is generously provided by Umpha. Find him at patreon.com slash U-N-F-A. That's patreon.com slash U-N-F-A.